We're in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 and uh, following, and we are talking about the incredible fact that Jesus is our high priest, and we're looking at considering the significance of the priesthood. So the first sort of substantial treatment of this comes in the Old Testament in the book of Exodus. Uh, when the Jews are leaving Egypt, Moses is sort of steps into a priestly role. You might remember, I've been studying the book of Hebrews because it's going to be a topic of sermons coming up uh, next, starting next fall. But Moses actually foreshadows Jesus both as a prophet, so he speaks from God to the people, but also as a priest, he will represent the people to God. He is a go-between. He is a pass-through. He is, he is the one who can... Um, can intercede and advocate for the people to God. So we then get more of the whole idea of the priesthood developed when we get into um, the book of Leviticus. Uh, so the priests were to be from the tribe of Levi. So the book of Leviticus is what's being written to the Levites, and it's all about the tabernacle, and it's all about the ceremonial, ritual, sacrificial kinds of things. But, but part of and we see this developing through the Old Testament, there, there was a high priest who once a year on the high holy day, Yom Kippur would go to offer, would go into the Holy of Holies in the first the tabernacle, and then when the tabernacle gets a permanent structure under David, uh, well, under Solomon, uh, David gets all the materials to build the temple and then Solomon builds it. So the temple is sort of a permanent tabernacle but, but they have the architecture there is designed to communicate a lot of spiritual truths, and there is this inner sanctum, uh, the Holy of Holies. And, uh, and the high priest could only go there once a year and only after uh, offering uh, an atonement, offering a sacrifice for his own sin because the high priest was guilty. But then uh, after blood had been, um, been offered to atone for his sin, he would go, in, uh, would go into the Holy of Holies to offer atonement um, to, for the sins of the, of the nation. I mean, and you've read this in extra-biblical accounts. He'd tie a rope onto his leg when he would go into the Holy of Holies because if he died, uh, nobody could go in and get him out, and so they could pull him out, right? So anyway, uh, after offering atonement for the sins of the people, then there was also this other part of this symbolism in which he would place his head on, the, on a scapegoat uh, and then the, a goat that would become the scapegoat. It, symbolically, the sins of the people are transferred to this goat and then the goat is run out of the camp. It's got to go away. It's got to take the sin and go away. So there's all this symbolism throughout the Old Testament to drive home the idea that sin is a capital offense and that uh, guilty people need to need. To, to pay a capital uh, punishment for that. Um, the first century Jews know all this, right? And so this, the letter to the Hebrews assumes this knowledge of all this. And uh, I'm sort of walking you through it to just make the point that Hebrews 4.14, which in, in many ways is sort of the, the epicenter of the entire book of Hebrews, the entire sermon, it all pivots around this, uh, this, which is the, the central claim that Jesus is our high priest. 
and he is the one who stands between God the Father and us. And it is, uh, uh, it is through Jesus that we uh, uh, obtain uh, peace and reconciliation with God. So Jesus is not just the prophet. He's not just a king, right? Uh, he is not just our savior. He's not just our Lord, but he is also our high priest. And that is really, really good news. Have a good day.